Never judge a woman until you walk a day in her bare feet. Sixteen years ago, I tried. Gaillet Cisse was just a baby when Senegal regained its independence from French colonization in 1960. She came from a family of peanut and millet farmers who carved out the forests around Naganda, Senegal, to make a living. All she knew from her childhood was peanut farming on land that yielded less and less each year. After marriage, she moved to her husband's village of Nagodaba. The house changed, but peanut fields were the same. In 2001, as I stepped off the plane in Dakar, our paths were about to cross. Equipped with an environmental science degree and an overdose of optimism, I was determined to help people plant trees and restore degraded lands in West Africa. My first contact in Senegal was with heat that burned my skin, as if I was standing too close to a campfire. After four hours packed in the back of an overloaded taxi, I rolled into the village on a horse cart. Dust and sweat had made mud on my body. As I arrived in the village of Nagodaba, the sun was sinking into the horizon, creating silhouettes around the few baobab trees that still stood in the peanut fields that bordered the village. The smell of the wood-burning cooking fires filled the air. A rhythmic thud, thud, thud echoed throughout the village as women pounded grain with long wooden poles. As night fell, Gaye, who was to be my new host mother, returned from the field carrying a hoe, machete, and a few shards of wood. She shook my soft hands. I felt her rough calluses that came from decades of hacking, chopping, and digging. She spread out a mat for me to sit on the ground outside her hut, then excused herself to add wood to a cooking fire. Kids came running from all corners of the village to see me. Famished from a day of travel, I couldn't wait for dinner. Offering me everything she had, Gaye placed a large bowl on a cloth in front of me. Gaye and her five children sat down around the bowl of plain white rice with a small carrot on top. Together, we shared the meager meal, each eating from the portion in front of us, with our hands. The smaller kids grabbed for the carrot immediately, while the older siblings smacked their hands. Embarrassed, Gaye pushed the carrot to my section of the bowl. Seeing the kids longing for it, I flicked it back to them, and so it continued. It was there, during my first night in the village, that I began to learn about hunger, up close, by playing finger football with a carrot in a rice bowl. After dinner, we began to hear drumming and singing. Our neighbor is having a wedding, Gaye explained. As the drummers played a rhythm that matched the mood, a sea of colorfully dressed men, women, and children crowded the groom's dirt courtyard, spilling out into the roads and surrounding compounds. Soon, everyone danced to the rhythm. The rising moon cast a glow on the village, lighting up the bright smiles of the people in my new home. Despite the heat, sweat, and mosquitoes that had begun their attack, I felt like all was right in the world. I breathed it all in as my stomach rumbled.